on episode 14 of Convergence, recorded over Zoom, updates on God Mode and Morning Creative, plus we all want to make big improvements in our lives, and we can do it. Just don't be weird about it. I, uh, yesterday, yesterday was a full day of, uh, of bodywork. I got some, I got, I got a, a glorious massage. I have a, a car accident masseuse and, uh, she, she, she's just there to massage your car accidents. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. She comes up to the vehicle and it's like, oh, I'm sorry, Fender. No. <laughs> um, but no, she does. She has like choreography with how she goes through the different muscle groups and like, it's like a dance. It's like just this wonderful experience on the body it's it's so nice it's it's just i just melt and then um and then i also had chiropractic and physical therapy that day and those were both a little bit more those were more involved in aggravating not aggravating aggravating is the wrong word but like small t traumatic to the body you know it's just like work <laughs> uh i had i had a, a thought i wanted to run by you that's like kind of kind of out of nowhere and then I have some updates on on God Mode work and uh, the book that we talked about last episode. Uh, to begin, um, uh, the, the book that I affectionately refer to as The Bungay. Yeah. Um, because in, I remember in Rugrats, they always used to refer to the, um, the sort of baby, or the, the parenting manual as the Lipschitz. Because it was, you know, Dr. Lipschitz was the, the author. And so they all, you know, in page three of the Lipschitz or in chapter three of the Lipschitz, it says this. So I'm like, that's hilarious. I, I have, I have shorthand in my notes in lots of places, the Bungay, because that's just what I think about that book, because it's so good. Yeah, it really is. Um, I honestly, I was, I was a bit like, not hesitant, but just like, what's this really going to do for me? <laughs> I'm, I'm already excited. I'm already kind of starting and on the roll and, and this and that and whatever. And, and I gotta say, I uh, you know I I stand corrected, and uh, I I had a great time with the book. I had I think I had some excellent kind of um, exercises to do to clarify what you're doing and why you're doing it. Why is super important? I might have to re re uh, redo my worthy goal. Ooh yeah, I want to I want to hear a new uh, all the drafts. Just because. Um... I'm going all in on the podcast. Mm -hmm. mm, okay. Yeah. And so I might make that my worthy goal as opposed to uh, other things we discussed last week. That makes sense. Okay. Well, I'll, I want to hear more about that too. So yeah. So here's my, uh, my spouse-ish test. Oh, yes. With you, Mark. Uh, I did run it by Margaret already and uh, got some good feedback, but I'm just going to... So for the listener, um, the recommendation in the Bungay is that uh, when you are coming up with a worthy goal, you give it to someone who is going to lovingly listen to it and um, see what their reaction is and, and see if, they, you know, if they're enthusiastic or if they come at it with a bunch of fear. Um, so it's someone that you you know, you know very well and that you trust to have your back, but also not um, feed you too much BS. So that's kind of the, uh, the very short pre-pricey pre version of the, the spouse test. So spouse me. Yeah. So this is the, this is my third draft by October, 2024 establish an elite guide for gamer dudes and the world to show themselves how easy and fun good health is to achieve and maintain dismantling the oppression we have ingrained. I love that it's got that you're leading with a date 
um, the you know this is yeah this is going to happen by this time. Mm-hmm. Um, elite. That's a great. That's a great word to go for. Um, I'm interested in gamer dudes uh, uh, hyphen and the world close hyphen um, because it's not just it's not just for gamer dudes. Like that's kind of how it's branded in, in the beginning. And and that's kind of how I'm I'm having fun with it, entering into it. But it's like it it's gonna be it's it's I, I don't want li- to I have no I, no intention to limit my audience to just people who play games and just guys who play games. But it's a very shrewd business move um, to niche for now. Yeah. Um, because once you've established that, and once you've got a hardcore group of 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 gamer nerds who can get behind this it's a little bit like uh for me um i might have been a little bit distrustful of the book the chimp paradox uh by professor steve peters because he's a sports psychologist and i'm like don't give a fuck i'm not about performance i'm not about those things competitive edge like no but actually my brother read the book and he said you should read the book it it would do a lot of good for you um, and so that's not exactly the same thing, but it's, if it passes around the gamer dudes and then the gamer dudes are like, you know, go to their spouse, who's not a gamer dude and is like, you want to get in shape. You should read this book. Like, and that's, and I, you know, that was kind of my intention. That's why I lead with gamer dudes and then comma and the world. It's kind of like an aside. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but this is also good for anybody. And tomorrow the world. Exactly. Exactly. Very, uh, Animaniacs of it, and <laughs> uh, yeah, and the, the end and the world is is not an essential segment of that um, worthy goal, but it does feel like important is the wrong word, but like worthy. <laughs> yeah, it does feel it does feel worthy, but yeah, I, I could see I could see changing. I mean, I'm not. I'm I'm just. I'm hey. I'm just asking the questions. <laughs> yeah. No. Exactly. And I love the questions, and I love the probing, probing, and prodding. <laughs> um, I say by October 2024, I don't think I'm going to establish one for the world by then. That's my thinking. So, yeah. So phase right. two is and the world. Phase one is gamer dudes. Phase one is gamer dudes. New draft here. Draft number four. <laughs> this is a live document, people. Yep. Sure is. All right, yeah. By October 2024, establish an elite guide for gamer dudes to show themselves how easy and fun good health is to achieve and maintain, dismantling the oppression we have ingrained. Uh, one of the components of, or it's not a component, but it's a, another sort of uh, lens is uh, mentioned in the book is for the sake of. Yes, I have that over here. Where's that? For the sake of moving humanity a bit closer to equanimity. Wow. Ooh. Gosh. <laughs> you're you're googling equanimity, right? You're I'm not. You're you're googling equanimity and uh, coming up with calmness and 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 composure, especially in a difficult situation. That's what you do. Um, can you? And, and the, this this is not because I think it, it's out of alignment. I'm really interested in what was the breadcrumb trail that led you from. Uh, from that place to, to equanimity. Equanimity, uh, that immediately came when I when I started writing out the post. Like that was kind of the first word I thought of, um, and it comes to me because of how, like I I had been kind of searching for that before finding more health in my body and my spirit and everything, and I was just kind of like 
not making progress on it, being feeling more at peace, feeling more centered, feeling more whatever that means, um, more connected to myself, um, and then and then I found some answers of bodily health. I found some answers for emotional health and spiritual health and and once they all kind of started coming together and I started making progress on myself, the equanimity was easy. And it just kind of happened. I didn't have to try anymore. It just fell in. And then now that I feel like I'm in this place of, you know, close to or achieving, I don't know how to quantify it, but I feel equanimous a lot of the time. So, as I'm having this feeling, I feel like I'm a better person. I feel like I'm I'm better with other people. Like I'm I'm more kind. I'm more accepting. I'm more in, uh, in, engaged and present. And that feels like such a gift. That feels like such a, a, a an incredible feeling. And I feel like the people who are in my audience, my my target audience of gamer dudes, could use some of that could use some more connection with other people, could use some more understanding of the other realms of the world and how people think and work and, and, and some more compassion and some more connection. And so to me, it was just like, that was, that was the first, that was the, the obvious word to me. The, yeah, the, the question or phrase that came to my mind there was like, and why wouldn't you want that for everyone? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's interesting because I, I feel like, when it comes to the gamer dudes that you want to talk to, are we talking about how enlightened are they? Are we going for um, the I don't game I can't gate? I can't convert yeah GamerGate or 4chan 8chan like I'm not I I'm not expecting to turn everybody who <laughs> like just like people who like people like me like 10 years ago that's my that's my audience i have i have a couple friends around that um really are, are 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 prime example i'm not trying to do this to convert my friends but if they follow along then great that's that's great but like they they are people that i could see like if i were to make something for them to do and take and try i'm kind of crafting the, the perfect thing that i can think of to convert myself from 10 years ago and my friends who are 10 years younger than me and need some help. And so that's, that's kind of my, they, they, they do have some awakening, do have some awareness already. There is, there is an opening, there is a crack to enter in through um, people who are completely closed off. They need, they need help. And honestly, this guide could help them. But the thing is, is that they need to have the drive to even try it. This is a 12-week course. This is very involved. You're going to have to make sacrifices. It's going to be change, and change is hard for people. You're going to be out of your comfort zone because, I mean, comforts are oppressions, and that's a big part of it that's <laughs> going to be expounded upon within the course. And, like, it, yeah, it's it's not going to be easy, and, and, and people are going to have to try. And, and the people, yeah, the people who uh, are on... 4chan and 8chan you know, very stereotyping but like we all know who I'm talking about <laughs> and they're not open 
they 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 don't they don't want to change. They want to keep going the way they're going. And so I'm not trying to reach them. If I do, great. But I was just struck there thinking about there is an interesting neuro neurodivergence thing to think about here, which is that I wonder about behavior patterns and I wonder about, and this, this is probably going into the weeds, but it's interesting. So we'll go there. Um, the behavior patterns and the cycles that lead people who are potentially open, but they, I think there are people who are open, but don't realize it. I think there are people who are, you know, maybe integrated, but they, they are blocked, you know, as uh, to, to, to use common parlance. Um, and I think aspects of neurodivergence can, can be, can mask things and get in the way of things. You know, I think, you know, we're, we're dancing around or I'm certainly dancing around the, the, you know, the stereotype again around gamers, hardcore gamers and autism and stuff like that. Um, and it would be interesting to find out how addressable certain people are because the behavior suggests that they are closed off, but actually they are clinging on to an identity because it feels like it's what served them. But yeah, there's a, there's a, yeah, there's a whole thing. You know, it, it, and it could just be, it could end up being, I mean, there's a fun thing. Here's a fun idea. I don't know if, if or how many books have done this, but I love the idea that you could buy a book and then like it can come with an optional, like almost like a dust jacket, but like an optional thing that the book comes in for when you buy it for a, for a gift or it gets put into certain places that like sets the context for the book. That's like, so your mates, so your friend's giving you this. He's not calling you a fat, lazy slob, but you know, you know, it's like, um, or, or like I read this book and it, and it changed my life. I didn't think I was this kind of person, but this bit of this, you know, this preface, this bit of the book here is designed to tell you, you are that kind of, you already are that kind of person. You can make these changes. Um, and you might not think that you want to, but that's because you're afraid of, you know, coming out of your comfort zone and, 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 you know, fear of success and various other things. Like, it would be really interesting. Is there a way that, you know, there's a version of the book that can come with like a, that extra sort of, you know, thing to help those people who don't realize that they can be helped by the book? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's really fun. Uh, what did you say bef before the book uh, jacket idea, which uh, that's delightful? Um, that reminded me of like the, the instances or stories I've heard of people who like, they get a trolling message on social media and they respond back with something that's really kind or, or polite, even though in the face of, of this abuse, they're just, they send niceness back and then they get a reply back from the troll saying, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to be so mean. Like I, like the, the humanity hits them as soon as the humanity comes back at them. And they, cause they're used to just spewing anger and getting anger back probably because of abusive households and, uh, oppressive societies and yeah there's a whole bunch of reasons for it uh, and yeah so I, I, I'd absolutely love to be able to 
reach into those people and just you know because that, that that i feel like there is a spark there is an opening there is a opportunity there and it's just pain you know what i mean it's just it's exactly. just pain that's all that is exactly. it's just yeah it's just hurt um and i don't think those people love that aspect of themselves um you know i've i've, I've definitely said unkind things that i regret and and i uh, on the internet um and i've I, you know, years later apologized. Um, I did, a, you know, I, I remember doing a public post on Twitter and picked like four people and said, I've said shitty things to you before, or not even to you, I've added you. You know, there's such an interesting thing about adding people. It's like, you know, the, 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 little, the, the, the little at symbol and the word at. It's like we throw these things at people, these darts, and we're not having a conversation. We're not speaking to them. We're not speaking with them. We're speaking at them. Um, and like, yeah, it, it, I, th I think it was a moment where I was feeling more able to, I was going to say forgive myself, but, but, but to understand where that behavior came from, but, but also feel like, yeah, I can make reparations here. I can say, I'm sorry that I said those things. Uh, and one or two people replied to say either like, you know, that, well, I think, you know, everything that came back was, was sort of appreciative. Um, uh, and you know, it's. It just, it, you know, so much of that does come from, it just comes from pain. Um, and you can work with that. Well, you're putting your, um, you're putting your team together. I did. I did assemble my team. I, I, you did a wonderful thing of adding this all to a group, which, which is was delightful. And, and, and it's been fun to, um, to, to start to see how everybody is going to be coming along and, and um, contributing. I don't feel like a group chat is the right avenue for my people. Uh, so I, I won't be doing that uh, and kind of just in, individually reaching out to them. But I have, uh, I had you as the warrior. My friend Cameron here um, in Portland uh, is the healer. Um, the, my teacher or magician is Unique Hammond because I get so much insight from her and um, she definitely helps me foster an open mind. Uh, the ruler is Margaret, because yeah, she's she's an incredible role model of courage and vision and uh, uh, widens my horizons for sure. And then I have two options for the trickster. Um, one is my previous co-host for NAFT, Aaron Wong, because he's, uh, he's jovial and he pushes me in ways that I don't expect and kind of he's pretty he's kind of cynical in a, a delightful way. Um but he's a little bit hard to get a hold of right now. So, I, uh, and I haven't shared any of this God mode stuff with him yet. So I'm not really sure what he's going to, I thought he, he, he's always got my back. And, and you saw from the, um, the wedding video, like he always like, uh, admires where I am and where I, where I think my authenticity lies in that moment and everything. And so I know you'd have my back. Um, but he's just got his own life stuff going on right now. And my my other option I was thinking of is uh, Yudi Zalko, um, and he's a little bit less uh, of a provoker and teaser, but he does have a funny sense of humor and a very different kind of engagement and worldview and stuff. And so I think that would be really fun. And uh, I haven't reached out to him yet to see if he wants to talk about this stuff yet. But I do feel I feel very good about my team because I feel so supported. I feel like. Um, I have uh, uh, advisors to go to and 
support behind me and encouragement. And um, I've talked to the the first four of you already about this at, at, in various ways and times and, and just been receiving support and encouragement. So it's been uh, wonderful, overwhelming a bit. I think on the jester thing, for me, it feels, again, for me, but I think I think this is important to have someone who is going to call you on stuff um, and give you that that pinprick you know we've talked about it a couple of times just to, just to not necessarily pop the balloon but just like just take a look and just make sure the emperor has got some clothes on um i think i think that is that is you know needed um because it's just so easy for for us all to disappear under uh, up our own purpose um and so having someone who can just look outside of that go and just really question mark question mark question mark um you know can be can be useful yeah i mean i think aaron or Yubi would do would do well for me with that but uh, i just gotta get hold of them <laughs> yeah yeah uh there was an interesting bit of uh creating a this not that list which was kind of cool um so i got pull not push welcome not exclusive uh this one's a bit um in the weeds on youtube but uh renaissance perio not v shred and so renaissance perio is like a it's a it's a fit they're both fitness um kind of groups or youtube channels or whatever and uh renaissance is a bit more explaining and debunking and um kind of offering good advice and v shred is very uh this is the only way um very scammer vibes very like pyramid scheme not pyramid scheme but um yeah i i can hear it in the name i mean the both the names like they speak volumes yeah exactly exactly uh simple not overcomplicated accepting not judging easy not punishing well gotta love all of those all of those yeah um a, a quote that I pulled that I think I'm going to, so I'm going to in, in the beginning and maybe even as like a little like pre course before the course is started, something free to get you into it before you actually get into it. I want to kind of make a, a tiny version of this book uh, with like maybe about half of the, um, the tasks and, and, and yeah, making it so you have to do a little bit of work to get started and you push yourself into it because you really need to be committed to get benefit out of this because if you if you quit a couple weeks in like you're, you're going to learn some stuff and maybe you'll come back to it later and like people you know people are going to quit everybody like i understand like, i'm not I'm expecting everybody to go through the full 12 weeks every you know, first time every time but um the idea to get people committed is really is really important to me but there was a quote uh that i think i'm going to have like quote you know uh, accredited to him uh, in there, just like on a bubble on the side, it says, "Annoyingly, we seem to learn deepest and fastest when we're in the discomfort of conscious incompetence." One of the things I'm thinking there is, and then you know, maybe it's a bit of a default route, but I can see why people do this. Is you've got something that needs to be implemented? Like, I can see my, you know, I could see myself without your help. Um, reading the book and going, that's brilliant. I love all of this. Um, I, I'm going to implement that someday. And that's why I didn't want to write a book. 
Yeah. But I think, I think, I think you should, because what I think the book then leads into is, okay, you know, and you can say this right at the end. Uh, sorry, you can. I mean, whatever. There's me being, maybe I'm you know, not being a warrior here, but yes. Um, one thing you might, might consider is, all right, you've read all the book. Now, are you actually going to do this? And do you want some help? If so, community time baby like that's that's where you that's absolutely where you have the community where people can can you know join and have that accountability you know maybe there's weekly monthly whatever coaching calls with you or the practitioners that you end up bringing in along the way that you you know certify and and you know they become you know um people who, who preach the word um so that the people like me uh, who've read the book and gone, those are such great ideas. I'm definitely going to do that. Actually do it. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, creating a discord community is definitely on the list. Um, being available for coaching, both group and individual is, uh, is on the list and going to happen. I'm looking into certifications for coaching and, um, all that stuff. Uh, the action plan, one thing that, that I really kind of came forward to me through my work on how to begin was that, uh, like I, where, where I feel like I've really started and man, I have written a ton of notes and ton of, um, uh, like not a guide, but like, um, structure. I've made a, a huge structure. I've written, uh, 5,600 words, which, you know, not a ton, but like, I'm, you know, I want, I want to get to like 18,000 or something. Yeah. I want to get to about 18,000, but most of this is notes. This isn't like scripts. This is like, um, preparation. So like I, all of these things, I have so much more to say, and this is shorthand. So I feel like that that's going to be pretty easy to fill out. Um, but what I've realized is that, yeah, I have all these notes on the structure of the content, but I don't have uh, I haven't had an action plan for what I'm really doing every day to get this work done, what I need to do to prepare myself for being this person I'm trying to be. And when you say, just to, just to clarify, when you say get this work done and be the person you're talking about getting the work of the book done and being the person who has the book, as opposed to being a recipient of the course or the, or the book. No, not as, no, not as a, a participant, but as me, the creator and the person who wants to be um, available for participants, like uh, I, I need to prepare myself in making sure that I do coaching correctly, and in you know, um, not giving. Pe I don't want to give people the wrong advice, you know. But correct me oh, if I'm wrong. Same it's legitimate. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, yeah. And where you know, I, I'm I'm going. I'm trying to go into it very cautiously because I, I'm very skeptical of certifications and sort of like authority structures like that because they can often at least, at least in the in the medical not, not i don't know about coaching really because coaching is super unregulated but regulated industries like the medical field which i'm not getting into i'm not getting into medical stuff but i am it's like no adjacent, but i think you know? when you're when you're uh, advising people on things like nutrition and stuff that they do with their body, I feel like you want to have something behind that. Exactly. Yeah. I don't, I'm, I, yeah, 
I, I don't want to be giving some advice that is known to like hurt people or or anything. And I know, I know also, I know like I'm giving some, not just what to eat advice, but how to eat advice. And that can be, um, that can be troublesome around people with eating disorders. And, and even, you know, some of the things that I suggest have been called eating disorders. And that's like, well, it kind of depends on why you're doing it and how you're doing it. And it's like, yeah, I, I, like right now, I haven't eaten for 42 hours. And to some, that's that's that anorexia when you don't eat. And it's like, sure, yeah, I guess you could call me anorexic, but I, I'm thriving <laughs> and I'm, I'm eating consciously and I'm eating really healthy meals at the right times for the goodness of my body. And it's like, when you just, you're just trying to eat to be skinny, to fill a role in society that you have been oppressed into thinking that you should be, that's really unhealthy. That's going to be bad for your mental state. That's going to be bad for your physical body. And, and it's going to have a whole bunch of negative repercussions. When you're eating so that you can enter autophagy so that your brain recycles or your body recycles all of its cells and, and the organelles, then, you know, that can be really good. If you're doing it in the structure, you're doing it with, with knowledge on how to come out of it. You're doing knowledge on how to go into it and, and all this stuff. It's, I think it's a bit different. My brother did the same a couple of weeks ago. He did it four days. Yeah. Perfect. Amazing. Oh, that's great! Did you come back on a on a bone broth? Uh... I no, I he went he went because uh, me and my uh, our family have a sort of all or nothing approach. So he just went bam straight into eating eating everything again. <laughs> yeah, I've done that too, and it's it's not so bad. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I I I would do it. Um, I I have said uh, I have gone on record. Um, I would give it a go. Uh, I just have to find the right days. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually. So, yeah, that was something I was going to talk to you about at one point. Because I we mentioned a few episodes back um, that you, you had said something like, uh, to the contrary. You're like, I, I don't want to do something that's kind of crazy. I want to have my three meals a day and I want to do this and that. And, and I understand that and respect that. And, yeah, I still want to kind of push and suggest and and, and oh yeah i mean something that you do like you know as a uh as a reboot as a you know yes uh i can i can get behind that there's 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 two things there's one yeah there's there's the temporary nature of it yeah it's a 12-week course you're going to try something out you're not going to be skipping meals the whole time you're not going to be fasting the whole time you're going to go through a different couple phases and and so that there's no the temporary thing also if you do like some of the things that you're feeling through this course, um, and I'm saying you as in the, the the participant, not you as in Mark Stedman, then um, you can change your your daily habit at home. And when you go out and eat with friends, when you have your regular dinner with your family, when you have these interactions where you just want to eat normally like everybody else, that's just fine. You know, if like if you're in the middle of a you're in you're on day three of what you plan to be a five day fast and you you have some interaction where you're like, oh well well shoot. You know, that's a bummer. And you can either choose to break your fast or you can continue your fast and and then you know, you break your fast and try it again in a month or so or or whatever. Um, but like, you know, if you're doing a daily habit of just eating one meal a day, 
and you typically eat like a, a big late lunch and somebody asks you out for breakfast, like go out for breakfast. There's no harm in that. And like in a, in a, in a thing like keto or a thing like paleo or other things that are so or vegan, it's so restrictive and so oppressive in their, in their nature that you feel like you can't divert for it or you're going to lose all your gains. Like that's not at all how this works. You know, it's, it's your daily, your, your health is a reflection of your daily habits over time. That's as simple as that. Ding, 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 ding. Exactly, exactly. And so like just having a good, healthy, normal baseline, it's completely fine to go out once a week, twice a week to to interact with people. And you know, however, however you want to do it, um, you don't have to stress about it. But that's the, the stress is like the killer. There's nothing worse than stress. It's no benefit to stress this is um one of the things that uh, i said at the beginning of the year was um i'm gonna go um i'm not gonna drink booze but i'm not gonna be weird about it perfect yeah like meaning like what that has turned into is i'm not drinking in the home i mean i don't you know i'm not drinking booze at home um and i was at a thing on i was at my stand-up course on monday and i was like sat there just going you know what there's a particular cider I like, and I'm like, I like that cider. I'm, I'm going to have a pint of that cider. And, and I had a pint of that cider, and then I carried on and did the day. Um, and it's, it, it's just the same thing. It's like, do the thing, stick to the thing. Just, just don't be weird about it. Like, you know, do, do you know what I, when I say just don't be weird about it, do you, you know what I mean? It's like, absolutely. Um, don't make it a thing. Like, don't make it part of your personality. And, and what you're talking about, I, I really love because it is, it's like, Yes, these are the things. And yeah, when it's something like a fast, I, I'm, I'm completely with you. And I, 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 weirdly enough, with um, one of my challenges that I was looking into, it's the same rule. Like if you break it, like don't be hard on yourself, hard on yourself, but just go, okay, well, that's the end of that streak. And the aim is we'll, we'll start another streak. Um, but, and, and then when you're talking about, you know, the other stuff that is a little bit more flexible, it is, it's just like, yeah, this is the plan. I'm just not going to be weird about it. <laughs> you know just don't be a weirdo about it and 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 then you're fine don't be the guy who's oh no i absolutely can't do that because uh i'm, I'm in this particular plan and it's, it's just like just don't be weird about it and you'll you'll probably be fine so uh i like that a lot you you mentioned the yeah, streaks and you mentioned uh the importance of streaks in a previous episode and uh i didn't I did, it didn't come to me at the time but it came to me later i was thinking how unimportant streaks are like in God mode, uh, the the big bad, I think I'm going to be calling oppression. Um, it's it comes at us in so many different kind of forms, and I think that's kind of the the, the name of the of the enemy more or less. <laughs> and so I think streaks can be oppressive, uh, just internally because you don't oppress yourself because if you you miss your streak, you end your streak, you feel bad. You're setting yourself up to feel bad and everybody is going to stop a streak. Like you have, it's just, it's just inevitable. And so sure you can get a little bit of dopamine as you're going along, but then each, each time you go on one day, you're adding one day. Like it's such a small win. And then it's such a big loss when you end your streak. I, for me, I mean, yeah, and then this is you know not not advice for everybody. This is like kind of a um, a, a way that I see it, and a, and and a, and a counter 
opportunity for people like for people who love streaks and that works for them like i'm not going to take that away from them but for people like me i, I you know the, the biggest streak that i have on anything is for my daily tracking app dailyo i have i, I just passed uh 11,011 or no 1111 um a, a few a few days ago and it, it gave me a little trophy and i'm like yeah i've been doing it for you know uh, 1100 days of tracking every day and i've been able to like if i miss a day I've been, I, I can do yesterday and, and fill it back in and everything and i've been tracking all my stuff and that's great and it also feels like all right like cool i have that many days that doesn't really do anything for me do you know why brendan tell me tell me tell me is the streak's important to you but you're not weird about it <laughs> <laughs> that's hey, like that's that's great yeah that, 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 and that's it it's 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 the same it's it's yeah it's like if you make a, for lack of a better word, pathology out of the streak being missed, then yeah, like, you no know, judgment, but you're being weird about it. Like, just, just, just don't, don't be, you know, you, you just go, ah, bugger, you know, shit, I missed my streak. And the aim is to not miss two days. And that's, that's the aim. Like, just try not to miss two days. You're, the, the, the idea is not to lose that streak and go, no, you know, like, you're, you're not sort of raising your fist and, and and hollering at you know this at this streak that's been lost um it's just a yeah it's just it's a it's much more i think a visual indicator and and in some ways depending on how you visualize it um a breaking of the streak sort of shows you a little bit like the exception that proves the rule it sort of can show you like this is how much i did and i only took you know one day off i mean i think it's i mentioned this somewhere duolingo I believe if you accrue so many, if you get up to a certain uh, number of days, it gives you a day free. It just says, listen, all right, you skipped today. We're not going to like, like a no claims, you know, bonus or whatever. Um, we're not going to ding you because you've shown your commitment. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, I absolutely see, uh, see that point. And it, yeah, like so many of these things, it's just like, just try not to be weird about it. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's no, that's really good. Uh... Just don't make it a. Th that's the thing, isn't it? It's when we make things capital T things. <laughs> yeah. Um. And it like it comes down to like stuff we were talking about last week or the week before about how you know we need to treat things with lightness and all that kind of stuff. It's just like when it becomes a capital T thing, then you have to sort of go, okay, what are we holding up here? Let's hold things a little bit more loosely. And if you can hold more things more loosely, then yeah you know talking about getting to 80 like we'll get to 80 and we'll be able to look at ourselves and go i had a pretty good time throughout that rather than like i've been holding myself together all this time and holding myself to this standard and i finally reached 80 and i can go, oh, <laughs> oh, go. like wouldn't it be nice if every day felt a bit more like that yeah and you just held things less lightly yeah. or more lightly oh yeah a hundred percent uh so uh, last thing I think I want to talk about with God mode is just a, a a probe for you. I'm curious what what would happen if you skipped eating for a day? Um, I would be very aware of doing it, and then a day would go by, and I'd be very proud of myself, and I think I was a very good boy. Um, I would be. I think a day is like a day is like doable because that's a that's a that's an event. I think two days becomes really tricky 
because and you know my, me and my brother talked about this because like if you are someone who enjoys food and you enjoy you know the routine of it and the ceremony and not the ceremony but, but yeah a little bit the ceremony for sure the ceremony yeah um and you, you know you have those moments you sort of go oh i was uh, uh oh <laughs> you know you just like you know for him it's like he might be driving home from work and thinking about you know, his, his tummy's rumbling and he's thinking about, yeah, I'm going to sit down with the kids and, uh, oh, I can't, yeah. Um, a day is all right, but I think more than that, it starts to get a little bit more like, okay, I don't love this. But that's my answer. I, I, I'm i assuming there are follow-up questions. Yeah, uh, uh, no, there's no there's no invitation or challenge. I was just kind of curious how you feel like you would fare. Do you feel like you would be uh chomping at the bit to snacky or do you like nah, I don't, oh, I don't, yeah, it's missing... because it's it's a it's a thing you know it's uh i'm good when you throw down the gauntlet at me um i tend to be pretty good in those kind of situations um you know like running 10 um 10 kilometers over 10 days oh sorry five five a 5k every day for 10 days it's like you give me a challenge and i'll mm-hmm. um do what i can like because I'm stubborn. That's that's awesome. I love that. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, if you want a challenge, um, you know, take a day this week and and don't eat, and see what that's like for you. But I I, I wasn't intending to throw that. No, 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 out. I, no. I, um, <laughs> what do you think? Other than proving, because I don't feel like I need to prove it to myself that I can. What other benefits might I expect? Oh, for sure. So, um. Your, the body enters uh, ketosis first after around, uh, oh, don't quote me on this. I think it's like 14 hours, um, depending on the body and a bunch of other things, you know, whatever. But like uh, then you start, uh, you stop powering your brain off of the sugars that you've eaten and the carbohydrates and you start powering your brain off of your fat store, your storage. You know, we've, we all build up fat on our bellies and our bodies, and then we just keep it around for a rainy day. Well, doing a, a one-day fast or a five-day fast, that's the rainy day. That's the only time, like, otherwise, we're never, it's never rainy in our uh, internal weather. And so we're we're instigating a rainy day, so we're going to start using that those those fat storage to be powering our body. And and what you get from, from that, besides starting to use a different power source and starting to you know get a little bit thinner because you're using up the stored energy um but you also get a little bit better um brain function because it's it's working on a different octane it's going at a different speed uh you can you can think a little bit deeper and a little bit faster and, it, and a lot of people like to it, and it does feel different it does feel it's like it's not like super noticeably different and it's not necessarily pleasurable i don't think it really changes on the on the on how comfortable it feels um i think many people would say they don't like it at first because it's new and different and weird but once you once you try it out a couple times and you're like okay ah, this is how that feels okay i'm getting used to it i i like it it's not better or worse it's just different and um, and then once you get into the between 20 and 30 hour range, so if you if you have like an early dinner and then you on and then you skip a day and then maybe you have a late breakfast the, the on the third day, then um, if you count, yeah, if you count the early early dinner on day one, skip all the food on day two, and then on day three you kind of have a late uh, breakfast. 
then uh, you're entering autophagy. And so that's going to break down cells that are that are not either formed well and just have been st stuck around for a while or they're kind of old and they're past their prime and they're going to dismantle the organelles. It's like the, the, the like within a cell, it has its own organs and those organs get broken down to be either rebuilt or used for other cells that you're making constantly. And, um, and, and so you're just recycling your body to make it better. And it also has the benefit of breaking down cancer cells. It starts to reverse things like dementia and diabetes and uh, a bunch of other super cool effects. And so doing that, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't have the, the, the that, that part's the stuff that's the science. That's those, those are the parts where like give or take a, a, a few specifics. That's more, that's an overview of how it works. Here's, here's kind of more my thought pattern on it and not necessarily backed by any studies or anything, but this is what I've observed in myself and what I've gleaned from people. Like if you take, if you do that once a week or twice a week, you just take a day off of eating, like you're going to be constantly doing a little bit of maintenance, a little bit of recycling, a little bit of um, reconstruction on your body. And it's not going to be too invasive. Um, and so you're going to be able to, just make some really great gains over over the long haul, uh, without it being too obstructive to a to a normal life. So I, you know, I would just start with one one day, you know, even one day a month. You just try not eating and see what it's like, and then maybe work up to one day a week. Two days a week is is like you're you're really trying to push it, and you're like, okay, I like this, and I want to keep, I want to keep at it. I want to see where this can go. That's I think that's a little bit high, you know, pushing past where most people probably need. And then, and then doing doing a um, a five day fast is is that should happen like timeline wise. If you have if you have some sort of disease like uh, diabetes or dementia or cancer or uh, things like that, where you or fibromyalgia, you're trying to work through a, a specific thing. Maybe do that twice a year. If not, just do it once a year. If you feel like you don't have any disease that's really you need to work on, once a year is is. That's what all the religions do, you know, like they all have fasting built into it for thousands of years. Like this is an ancient tradition. They all know, they, they know something <laughs> and, uh, and it's, a, it's usually a once a year kind of thing. And that's just like a maintenance on the body kind of stuff. And, but for us, for us as in, uh, people in a, in modern society, we're having processed foods, we're living in, 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 in oppressive stress and, um, a bunch of other things like we and we haven't been doing this practice, we might, we might need to, you know, we might want to amp it up, you know, start slow, amp it up. So and make some progress and then back down to a normal level. Once we, uh, once we feel more comfortable in a, in a healthy body. That was a, a bigger pitch than I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> Beautifully done. So, uh, we, so we've talked a lot about Godbound. I'm, I'm happy to, to go off into a different topic. I, um, I had a question for you about, um, uh, TBM real quick. So I was talking with, uh, Cameron who, uh, also like you kind of fell off the, uh, the challenge pretty quickly. He, he was on the first week and, and for him, he kind of got stuck in this perfectionistic mindset of like, Oh, I haven't 
I haven't finished this task and so I can't move on to the next task and like I don't I don't have the energy for that and I'm like you know this and that and it's kind of just like I want it I want to learn more about it but it just feels like so much work or it feels like I'm not doing it 100% right or something I, I don't want to put words in his mouth but it was something similar to that he had he had a block <laughs> and so uh he and I sat down and I was uh, uh, pause okay uh, pin in that I was thinking that I was stuck on week three. Um, but what I had done was I was actually kind of cherry picking from the rest of the six weeks and doing a thing here and there as it kind of came to me. And then I sat back and I looked at him like, oh, wow, I'm actually on week six. Like I'm halfway through week six. I'm almost done with this course. I didn't even realize it. I thought I was stuck on week three. And through those two experiences and, that, and now i have i have since finished the the challenge and and it, that's wonderful um but what what i came to is like we th so each week has like a, a video has like about half 20 minutes half an hour ish of a video to watch and all those videos they kind of like go over the whole process and in 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 a good amount of detail with examples and stuff and so what I suggested to Cameron and what we did together was we just went through all the videos of the whole week. Like it doesn't, you don't have to do it all. It, you don't have to do every step in order. You have to do every single journal prompt and every single DI and every single script that you need to read. Like just go through and, and get the data, the overview, the info, the, the, the mindset shift and the, the subconscious awareness of all this stuff integrating is the word i would use um that's the important thing is integrating the the stuff um and i don't know how much i integrate through journaling um uh and then there are probably other ways that i integrate um yeah and it i think for me it's it i integrate pretty quickly i think is you know i listen and i um and you know maybe i'll make a couple of notes you know I, i've been munching through books at the moment um and and you know they they're coming out in all sorts of different shapes in, in my work um and so yeah i think that and that's what everybody's trying to do is just it's it, here's an issue that I, i'm not not sidetracking i just just a little a little pin is that um what's interesting in so many of these practices and it's going to be the same in yours it's going to be the same in mine is that we have this sense of well this is how you've got to do, like this is how you you've it needs to be done because it comes from a place of like well, I need to know that you've integrated this knowledge or I need to know that, um, you know, you're going to apply this stuff. Um, and like I was, you know, been reading the artist's way and she's so big on morning pages and it's not something I can get behind, like writing three, writing three blank pages of, of stuff every morning. Like, ah, no, it's, it's, but what's more important is having a conversation with your subconscious. That's what she's trying to get, not trying to get at in terms of she's not expressing it well, she's ex expressing it perfectly, but that's how she's communicating how you need to integrate this stuff um, and, and how you need to have that conversation with your subconscious. What's important is having the conversation with your subconscious, not that you write exactly three pages of, you know, morning pages. Um, and, and I think every practice you have to be able to not take it with a pinch of salt, but to be able to, again, again, figure out how you integrate it. Um, and that could be an interesting thing for, for us, both of us to look at is I love looking at learning styles um, and the whole mechanic of watch, read, listen, do. And so instead of us 
prescribing this is how you prove to me or prove to yourself that you've integrated the knowledge is like here are four ways that you can do it you can listen to this you can watch this you can do this or you can read this um and those are the ways you pick whichever way it's a weird way i, I count my on my fingers um it's because my hands are weird um these are the ways that you that you know to yourself that you've integrated that knowledge and so that's just something that popped into my head um so yes i love that um and uh that would be something that i think i'd be very much into because i now i think i know what i'm manifesting um the you know the big thing which is um because i'm going all in on morning creative um i'm actually re you know i'm restructuring my whole working week about it uh and i'm pretty nervous about that um because it's you know it's i've never done anything like this before it's the most it's the bravest bravest but it's the boldest thing i've done since going freelance it's the next evolution of saying this is what's important to me you know before was autonomy i'm chasing that autonomy now i'm kind of i'm kind of chasing like meaning and you know be, being someone who can disseminate ideas and share ideas and gets you know rewarded for doing that um you know i'm looking at morning creative as what if this wasn't just the thing that um was an ad for my business but what if it became you know a thing a small p lowercase p product in and of itself um and in order for that to happen and in order for it to be a success and to build an audience i've got to put the work in um and the advice is like <clears throat> for every hour you spend uh making the podcast you need to be spending at least that same amount of time marketing it and telling people about it and, and all those all those things and i'm like okay if i'm serious about it this is what this looks like um and then that means completely restructuring my days but because of that i now have my thing like by the end of the year i want this to um to generate you know, and I will pick a number. I don't know what that number is yet. Um, well, I think the easiest thing to do is is to say, by doing morning creative, I I can make the money that I need to make. I can make my income just doing morning creative and not client work. And and anything else I choose to do on top of that is is fine. If I want to work with clients, that I, I can, but I don't have to. Um, and that is the measure of success for me. And I think that's the thing that that I'll be manifesting. And it feels great. Like it actually feels really good. Um, like I love, I love where it's going with the new design, uh, the new artwork. I'm really happy with it. Um, I'm YouTubing, you know, getting a new camera tomorrow. Um, and uh, you know, I've started recording videos. I'm live streaming. The whole thing is like, I'm going to be here noon GMT every day, every weekday. I'm following a uh, mutual um, person that we know uh, or know of Tom Merritt, um, who, when Tom, uh, I think he was, I think he left the Twit network because of a disagreement over something. I'm not entirely sure. I've never actually asked him and it's not my business. Um, he left and then started up his own daily tech news show. Um, he like, he's never actually explicitly said it. I don't think, but it's obvious that show does not miss a day. Uh, unless it's a, an American public holiday. Um, and even then they put out a headlines episode and that doesn't mean he doesn't miss an episode, but the show doesn't. The show is on, the stream is on every day at this time. And that I'm fired up for. 
Um, I'm like, I'm turning it on. This is when I go live. Um, hang out in the chat if there's anyone to chat with for a bit. Record an episode, done, edit, get it ready. And that's that's sort of the that's the, the way the way it's gonna work. Um and um yeah, like and and you know, I don't start working for clients until two o'clock. Um and I go from two till six, which is a big shift. Uh and it's you know, it's gonna be weird and I haven't told my clients because I'm I'm scared to. Um and hopefully it won't mean anything to them. It just means that, you know, I don't I won't take meetings before two o'clock. Um and and you know let's see what we let's see what happens after a year or by the end of the year let's say and i think i think i can get there it's one of those was like i think i can do it by the end of the year so it's it's terrifying because like the num you know the numbers are tiny at the moment they're really really small but it's been one of the things i have to rem remind myself it's only been a month since the show got like to its current standard uh, or since it's been at its current standard, you know, the end of November and December were, were me just like sort of tapping the mic and going, is this thing on really? Yeah, it was, it was, uh, the Stedman diary 2.0. Yeah. Like, very informal. Bit, yeah. And now man, you are so pro, like it sounds so clear and, and, uh, I don't know, just, yeah, it's, it's inviting and invigorating and beautiful. Every, every episode I'm just like, whoa, Wow. Good job. Thank you. I'm I'm excited to see it take off because I know it will. Yeah. And we're um like I think we might see a little bit of growth on it this month because like the first month or December, like there was a big spike because um it got in Apple podcasts and I got a load of people to uh to subscribe. And I was arguably too early because the show was, you know, was was what it was. Um and so I've got to sort of recover from that big spike. But I think even with that spike I think I might end the end the month with a bit of growth. And so if I'm, if I'm starting to see a bit of growth every month, then I know I'm on the right track. Um, and, and let's see what happens. Um, I, you know, the, the, the getting from zero to 500 listeners is the hardest bit. And, uh, and that's why I think, you know, you've got to give it a year cause it's going to take time just to get over that, um, stuff. And so that's where commitment comes in and having that belief to be like, no, I think this is the right thing. And, and you know, and your your goal isn't to get to a hundred thousand listeners or whatever it was for in how to begin, um, but uh, like he, you know, yeah, he he wanted to like create a whole team and get people like like super marketing to get in the top three percent of podcasts, and that's just so huge. Well, I work on it. I, by the way, I work on a top three percent podcast. Ooh, yeah. Um, and that took. I don't. I I don't think it took more than 18 months for that person um and uh yeah yeah um so yeah you know but yeah it's it, either way like however however we, we we measure this um do you feel like there's lessons that you can learn from the success of that podcast that you can incorporate into yours that will be beneficial for the people that you're trying to get to not just absolutely get more numbers but uh, and then, you know, there, there are some overlaps in some of the things we talk about as well. And, and, um, I think I may sit down with, with this person at some point, uh, we've, we've sort of mentioned it briefly about doing something like that. Um, and, and, you know, and it comes back to actually a conversation we had fairly early on, I think 
we had the conversation about the website and the things and all the like shiny products and the packaging, not the things that bring for me, they're not the things that bring me work. It's the going out and the speaking to the people that does the bringing of the work. And that's been the same for, for my client. Um, it's, they they are in a position where they already had a good amount of standing in their field and so people wanted them to come and speak but it was just that thing of well whenever i speak this is the thing i'm always promoting like the, it's always this this is the thing that i talk about this is where you should go this is what you should engage with um and that's it you know that's the last slide of the keynote you know it's it's go to this website this is where the podcast is um and it's yeah it's it's networking it's just it's networking um and and um that's the that's what i've got to try and try and figure out that'll be fun that'll be part of the process because like the production takes an hour and a half um the rest of the time is spent you know from like nine till eleven is spent on the previous episode you know making assets doing all that stuff but also making sure i'm you know trying to find people to engage with and talk to that can then hopefully be future um, f- listeners and then fans of the podcast. Are you able to use AI to help you with any of the video stuff? Uh, not so much with the video stuff. I, I use it for things like uh, show notes and stuff. Um, I use it quite heavily for, like, I'm not being overly precious about my show descriptions and things at the moment. Um, and so, like, the titles I write myself. Um, but then the description, um, cause that's the bit that just, uh, sort of leaves me cold, but yeah, I, I have my little formula. I think it works well enough. They're sometimes a little bit like spiky. They, you know, they're a bit self aggrandizing sometimes, but I just find, you know, if it's, if it's going to tell the listener that this is an insightful episode, whatever, fine. Um, uh, and, and that's fine. Um, and so, yeah, I kind of have that formula, um, and I'm looking for lots of ways to like shave down the amount of time that I spend doing stuff. Um, or, you know, like reduce the amount of repetitive tasks and, and that kind of stuff. Um, one of the things I, I want to try and figure out is like little things like, uh, I already had a shortcut that took my episode, slapped an image on it, uploaded it to transistor and set the publish date and added the transcript and everything. And it just did it with code. And I could just, here's the MP3 file, run this shortcut and boom, it's all done. So I'm not copying and pasting anything. Um, and so the next hump is if I can get that done with YouTube, then I'm not spending a load of time clicking next, 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 upload this file, set this thumbnail, shit, you know, all that stuff. Um, because it's stuff like that. I'm a big fan of like, what is your unfair advantage? Um, like what is the thing that you've got that other people haven't? And my thing is I can disseminate creative ideas and I can talk about creativity and I can be squishy, but I've also got mad coding skills. <laughs> so that helps, you know, um, that helps get a few, uh, a few things done that other people would have to pay a VA $30 an hour for, you know, one last thing to, um, to, to just mull over, well, not mull over, but I'm curious what your thoughts are on this. The difference between living like there's no tomorrow and living as if there is only now. No tomorrow to me feels like 
Uh, and I love the fact that I, I now feel like I'm being interviewed and I like, I like, I like your interviews. I like your warm interlocutor, interlocutor. Yeah. I like how you talk. Um, no tomorrow feels very nihilistic. Um, you know, live like there's no tomorrow, die young, live a beautiful corpse. Um, it's all quite sort of, uh, life is, life is throwaway. Uh, life is fleeting. Um, no, it's like life is long. Let's enjoy every second of it. Like, you know, um, yeah. So what was it? Live like there's no tomorrow or living as if there is only now living as if there is only now. Yeah. That's, that's living in the present. That's it's nihilism versus, um, yeah, living in the present. And actually, um, I had an observation about this yesterday. Uh, I was invited to, uh, do a little exercise when I was recording um, the other podcast in the extended Mark Stedman universe, uh, the A to Z of, of happiness. Um, we did a little exercise replaying a memory. Um, and I was struck by the fact that even in that memory, it was me playing a silly game with my nephews on holiday. And I had this sense of not being fully present then and keeping like half an eye on um what we've got to do next or when, when is this game going to end or when is someone going to get tired of it or when is something going to, you know, like the, the, the police, the sort of policeman or, or the, the Graham Chapman character from Monty Python coming along and go, Nope, it's too silly. Um, kind of just keeping that sort of, no one likes a joke as much, as much as I do, except for Captain Johnson and my wife and a few of her friends. Um, come to think of it. Most people enjoy a joke more than I do, but that's beside the point. Right. Um, yeah, it's that part of the of the of the the sort of ego that is keeping watch and keeping track and not living completely in the moment. And we're about to have because I'm on this TV show um, and it's coming out tomorrow uh, as we record. And I'm going to be get, you know we're gathering the family round and we're you know going to pop some champagne and. Um, eat some delicious, unhealthy food and gather around and watch this, you know, thing, this sort of life-changing, potentially life-changing uh, event. Uh, well, it's life-changing because we're on the TV. Um, and I'm really conscious, without being weird about it, I'm really conscious of <laughs> the fact that I want to soak in, like, I don't need to fix my eyes on the TV to watch it because I can watch it again. Yeah. What I can't yeah. watch again is my nephew's reactions and how their faces light up when a certain question comes up or I can't believe granddad knew this or whatever it is. Like those are the things that, you know, the, the, I need to, you know, I want to record in the mental uh, camcorder um, and, and just try and spend that time in the now. Perfect, dude. Oh, what a, what a great, uh, mindset to put yourself in before entering in that kind of moment. You know a thing is coming. You're aware that your your mind can go to a certain place and can get distracted and can get obsessed and you're consciously preparing yourself to be in the moment. I fucking love it. That's amazing. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Um, I'm going to assume you land on that uh, question or that dichotomy in a similar similar place but i'd love to hear it from, oh yeah pretty from you pretty similar yeah i i think the former um no, no tomorrow is is self-destructive 
I think it's um, it's denying and destroying the future, and 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 therefore you lose all potential, um, which is devastating. <laughs> uh, but the latter that that is only now can be transformative. It can be uplifting and transcendent, and not to mention being present and aware and accepting of of all that is happening and all that will happen live like there is only now because that really is all we have you know there will <laughs> there will be a future but when we're in that future we're living in now <laughs> and there was a past that had, those things didn't happen and we, we, when that happened we were in the now like there's just always right now and so in this now we can choose to do whatever we want you know we got definitely we've got there's things holding us back both internally and externally and we can do things to change those over time so that in the future our, our now can be a little bit better for us but yeah we got we have the choice we have the opportunity we have the ability to make our now perfect as perfect as whatever we want to describe it to be thank you brendan and as always correct me if i'm wrong Great question. Um, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling quite punchy today. Maybe you I love tell. that response. I love when, when I, I love it and hate it when people say great question. So <laughs> it's like so common. Like people, like it's like it feels like it's a. Um, it's a good throat clearing phrase. That's what it is. It's just buying time for a second. It's perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like it feels like uh, somebody took a course in 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 being the participant of an interview not the interviewer but the interviewee like yes interviewee 102 they tell you always answer or always respond immediately with great question and then <laughs> <laughs>